This is CliffCentral.com. No limit, no limit, no limit. We are limitless out here. The worst guys, you know, handling our business on a Wednesday afternoon. It's so good to be back in the studio, man. I feel like it hasn't been a long time, but a week to me without the worst guys, without y'all out there, is tragic, man. I love talking to you, sharing my thoughts with you, hearing what's going on in your lives. So speaking of, if you want to hit us up on Cliff Central, you know what to do. Just call us on 0861555189. I'll say that number again for you. I might just rhyme because it's 0861555189. Oh, yeah. That's the Cliff Central number. Hit us up. You can also so hit us up on uh, Twitter at CliffCentral.com and hit up the worst guys at the underscore worst guys. Today we're talking about marriage, holy matrimony, and what that means in 2016. Is marriage outdated? Are there any other alternatives that we could use that would better benefit our society in the, in the, in the way that it acts? Not in the way that the law is prescribed or what the ideals are. We are talking about the way men and women interact and the lifelong bond. Is marriage still the best institution for for us as a society? Yeah, we're going to dive right into that a bit later. Also, we'll be hitting up Riabetsu Sesele. He's out there in the field, Riabetsu Rehab. Going to be talking to us from Santon City. It's the Chronicles of Santon, baby. So, yeah... um, I don't know, man. We're just going to find out what's going on with the people out there. He's also going to contribute to the conversation about what he thinks about marriage. <laughs> Actually, I'm fucking interested to hear about that shit because I know my boy is soft. He's a moist-ass guy. I wish he was here to defend himself, but he will now. Now I'll call him out. I'll call him out. I don't know if he'd ever get married, actually. So, yeah, we're going to hit him up very, very soon. And then we'll dive right into the meat of the conversation of today. I hope you guys are having a good Wednesday so far because we're about to make it better. Spice up your life. You're chilling with Malcolm Julie from The Worst Guys. All right, so let me dive right into some news, okay? Just talk about some shit that's been going on lately because the politics in this country has been very hot for a long time, right? Um, we've been waiting to see what's going to happen between um, the ANC and the DA with regards to the coalition, coalition that the EFF was holding in the balance. And we finally got the result. Yeah, I actually think that deserves like a round of applause, you know. We finally got a result. Um, and it's a pretty good one if you ask me. Uh, personally, anything other than ANC was good, but I don't think it's still where we want to be because, well... As you've heard us on the show, man, I genuinely believe that the DA could run things better, but better for who? <laughs> that is the million dollar question because people will get help, but will it be the people who need it most? That's, that's something to, for you to think about. But it, it's better than getting, you know, fucked in the ass by the man Jay-Z himself. People are really upset because he really blew this one out of the water, man, because now the, the NC has lost all the biggest metros in the country, man. This is the story that everybody's talking about. Y'all have probably heard about this already, but I mean, we just could not not talk about it, you know. So the ANC has lost the biggest metros this country has to offer, man. I'm talking Joburg. I'm talking Cape Town. I'm talking Twane, man. This is where the magic happens in South Africa. And without these metros, the ANC has basically lost all their power. Um, what do we, what do we think is going to happen over the next Five or so years with the ANC, will they become 
completely obsolete? Uh, will they still have an influence? Because it seems to be crumbling from right underneath them. And to be honest with you, I never thought it would be this soon. When I thought about the ANC's demise, because the demise was always coming, no empire lasts for eternity. So when I thought about the ANC and when its demise would be, I was thinking at least 40 years into democracy, at least 40 years. Um, but we seem to have cut that time by half, probably because our country is so socially conscious. And for those on Black Twitter, we woke. Shout out, shout out to Black Twitter. Um, <laughs> oh shit, just, just a side note on Black Twitter, man. There's been so much interesting shit happening on Black Twitter. Um, there was firstly the tattoo of, of uh, a woman who, who, well, a woman who tattooed her body of her boyfriend's name and the boyfriend retweeted uh, my girlfriend likes to play extreme sports um there's quite a big tattoo like on her ribs and people were just going in on that um i saw one response that said um yeah she's gonna regret this when she finds your dick in my mouth so that was that was pretty hilarious uh that's what the twitter crowd is like and also something else that was happening on black twitter that was killing me is uh jay-z there was this rare interview by jay-z um which i had heard about a long time ago completely forgot about it apparently he was in an interview where two women were going down on each other while he sat and had an interview i just couldn't believe it at the time oh silly naive old me didn't realize what kind of a world we lived in saw jay-z Two girls going down each other, and he was so calm, cool, and collected. Laser focus, laser focus. <laughs> That's what was happening on Black Twitter, man. I don't know because I've been speaking to a lot of people, and they seem to be out of the loop of Black Twitter. Well, let me say my white friends. <laughs> to be honest, they seem they seem to not know where to find it. I'm like, just follow Black people, man. That's the thing. Yeah. So anyway, that's what's popping on Black Twitter. Back to the news. Back to some important shit. Um. Yeah. Herman Mashaba is the new mayor of the, of the, of Joburg. Uh, he won by 144 votes to, uh, Park Stowers 125. So yeah, man, he's doing the damn thing. Let's see what he does. All we can do is wait and see because promises are promises, right? We've all been sold those dreams before. Um, better news, way, way better news. Uh, Wade Faniker and Casta Semenya. Let's give those people a shout out. A young shout out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying shout out to Wade Fanikak and Custa Semenya representing South Africa and getting that gold number one, baby. That's what we want to be. Um, we are quite a powerhouse when it comes to the Olympics, I believe. And yeah, Wade Fanikak broke the world record. We've said this on the show before, but I mean, it just has to be mentioned again. He is the fastest 400 meter running man in the world. And that is something to behold. And Custa Semenya, obviously, all the, all the, turmoil that she's been through uh that turmoil is what i like to call the bullshit uh all that bullshit that she's been through and still coming out on top with that gold ass medal that's what custer simonia did she doesn't have time for y'all because she's out here winning yes 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 i'm talking to you um what's her name lacy She's the, the British, the British, the British runner who, um, was giving beef and she came sixth dog. Even if Casta Semenya wasn't winning, you were still not even going to touch the podium. So, Aguchile, just chill your guava, they are so bleef. Casta Semenya is a boss. Yeah. So that's what happened in the, on the Olympics. They're done now. Um, now we're going to go on to some other sports shit. Oh man, since summer's coming out, I'm so excited for the cricket. Cricket is 
back. Uh, unfortunately, in Durban, in Kingsmead, the match is in a shambles right now because it was raining and the, the fields are in terrible condition. Um, so, yeah, the sun is out shining, but no play is being held. And, I mean, like, I love Test cricket, man, and I love the Boxing Day Test, but it seems like we just can't play at Durban anymore, man. We can't play in Kingsmead because, firstly, we suck there. We really, really do suck. Um, I was listening to the Gary Cliff show this morning and Ben Kripis, who does the sport there, was talking about how we've only won three times there over the last 10 years. I was like, whoa, that is redunk. But anyway, um, yeah, we should change that venue, man, because that statistic is just crazy. Um, unfortunately, the Boxing Day test is going to go there. You know, it's a jump, but I mean, it's, it's not worth it. Um, also still on sports, uh, Pakistan is now the number one test team in the world, uh, which is crazy to me, man. Pakistan, Pakistan has always had something on South Africa. I do like their, their cricket. I don't like the corruption, but the world we live in, right? Um, but yeah, Pakistan is now the number one ranked test team in the world. So shout out to them. Uh, and what else is popping in sports? Well, that's pretty much all the sports I'd care about. I can't wait for the cricket, man. Can't wait for the summer dresses and all of that. All of that. All right, all right. We're just about to get introduced to the man y'all all know and love. Yo, rehab, rehab. I go by the name of RVHAB. That's me. What's up, South Africa? Oh, oh, oh. Rehabilitation uh, Cecilia is in the building, yo. Joining us from a faraway land. Not so far, just down the road, actually. But it's a faraway land because it's a slave land, right? How's how's the slave world treating you, Doug? Ah, uh, these shackles. These shackles are a bit loose today. You know, I managed to get myself free. Oh, I'm yeah? myself free. No, but it's, it's because you're catcher freeman, dog. you you out here freeing your people. You're a freeman. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm just doing my thing. Getting these bees. Well, yeah. you know, being a real team, you know, that's the end goal. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so, um, we're just talking about it being summertime, man. How, how the weather's all beautiful and shit. I saw my first summer dress today, you know, some open toe summer dress floating in the wind. That's Let always a good you. sign. Tell me. Let me tell you, the most important thing about summer, all right, spring, summer, is the toes, my boy. Yo, the toes, the toes out. come out on fleek. Dog, can I ask you, I don't even think I've ever asked you this question, which is surprising to me, but what is your favorite toenail color, bro? My favorite toenail color? Yeah. Boy, that's a hard one, you know? It is, okay. In winter, it's like that Bordeaux, you know, that deep wine red. Oh, yeah? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you know which one you I've know? been liking? The one for the summer vibe is that it's like a, a, a pinkish orange. It's in between the two. I can't really think about the color, but do you know what I'm talking about? I, I see it. I see you it. see but it. But at the same time, you know, I think another color that goes well for, for spring, summer, that's yeah. a turquoise, boy. Yeah, yeah, the turquoise is mad dope. The, the turquoise is mad dope. Ladies, take care of your feet, man. Your feet are important. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tell you it. know, you never, you never know when you might bump into a nigga that's got a foot sitting. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. So summer is here. Well, spring is almost here. Pretty much is. Um, I was sweating my balls of coming to the studio today. You know, living that taxi life, chilling with people, smelling like my quapas and shit. Now I'm hey, out here bro. flourishing. <laughs> you know, some people. You know, it's it's all good washing, but if you don't wash with soap, it's another story. <laughs> And on top of that, then you don't want to use deodorant or roll-on. You know, now you're going to end up having to go use Mitchum. 
Hey, boy, I know, but at least you know Mitchum will always keep you, dog. It will hold you tight. You can't go wrong with hey, Mitchum. Hey, I know some people who not even Mitchum helps, bro. <laughs> no, that's hectic. That's hectic. All right, all right. So, actually, just before you came on, I was talking about uh, Casa Semenya and Wade Van Niekerk and how well they did as well, and Herman Mashaba being voted uh, the Johannesburg mayor. So, there's been a whole so lot of... happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a whole lot of crazy shit that's been going on politically, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So now, I mean, like, we don't want to focus too much on that because you know how we feel about it. I feel like it's a movie, man. I'm watching a dope ass movie right now, and the plot is thickening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the plot is thickening, and those who are getting touched by it are the ones that are getting played by the system. By the system, by the man. We've always been anti the man. Um, also, yes, another thing that happened that was very, very good. Uh, Frank Ocean dropped his album, his latest album, Blonde. And apparently news came out today by Fader that it's actually an independent album. He's no longer with Def Jam, um, which is crazy. I think a lot of artists are going the independent route, which is what we think is the way to go, right? Yeah, no, I know. I actually love the whole direction of um, music and the direction that it's taken because um, with a lot of artists going more independent, they've got a lot more uh, say with the creative direction of their artwork, you know, of their musical True. pieces. A lot of the times you'll find the record company will want them to put out something that the public is going to throw onto just to get those record sales. And that takes away from the art. Ah, always, dude. Of course, you can't, you, an artist can't be restricted. You know, there's no, there's no true art in restriction because yeah, art is freedom essentially, and that's why we dig this vibe here, at Cliff Central. We're not restricted by the assholes at SABC, bruh. We out here telling the truth, because the truth is actually the biggest taboo subject in this world. That's what I believe. Some might say it's sex, prostitution, fucking HIV. No, the truth, because people are scared of the truth. Don't you think? No, 100%, 100%. Very you know, scary. even in relationships, come to think about it, mm. you know, people might think that it would be better off just to lie to your partner to, to protect them, you know, just make sure that they don't get hurt. No, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, the it's truth. The only way. Start with the truth, and then we can solve the problem from there on, because once you withhold the lie, it's just boiling to get worse for you. Uh, learn but from on experience. That point as well, on that point as well, would you also say that withholding information would count as a lie as well? Or would it fall in the same, you know, sort of category? Look, all I'm saying is it all depends on the reason why you are holding information. Sometimes, um, it, in, in relationships specifically, girl and boy, I mean, there's never a reason to hold, withhold information because I genuinely feel like um, you have to be best friends with the person you are with. Um, but there are scenarios in life where it's better to withhold and um, say at a later stage in terms of timing or um, whatever the case may be, just never not tell the truth. Do you get what I'm saying? Do I, Am I making no, sense? No, I get you. But let me make an extreme example then. Yeah. So, you cheat on your girlfriend. I mean, like, you know, sometimes sometimes a banana peel is just chilling in the road, you know, and you're just walking, and next thing when you slip, you slip all the way into a hotel room with a hotel <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those bananas can be tricky. You know, you know, these roads are slippery, you know. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. When it's a slippery when wet. But now what happens when she doesn't ask you? Do you do you man up and tell her or do you 
If she doesn't ask you, it depends on how you feel about the relationship. Now that you've come here, since the top topic of the day is marriage, you might just go into it. Just to finish up on Frank Ocean, I haven't listened to it yet because I want the hype to die. Everybody's talking about it. I can already tell you the songs that are dope. Solo and uh, I think it's Nightmares or something like that. My timeline is blasting with Frank Ocean. But I'm going to wait for the hype to die and listen to it and see what I feel alone about the album without the influence of Twira and the likes. Yeah, um, but that's the beauty of music as well. Like, people interpret things differently. Mm. So what you feel from his piece of work might be different from what I feel. It might be different from what the whole general public yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So we're talking about relationships and divulging information to your partners and essentially your, 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 your spouse. You know, what do you tell your spouse? How do you, how do you guys communicate? What does it mean for you to be in a relationship? Does it mean that you're in a relationship that you both have the plans of going all the way? Can you and your partner decide what kind of relationship you're going to have in terms of it maybe purely being physical or, um, it's physical for one party and emotional for the other party and you guys kind of compromise. Um, that's the relationship which I think never really works. Um, I think you, you genuinely have to choose between physical or emotional. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. So it's, uh, it's not as easy as one would, uh, make it out to be. Mm-hmm. You know, remember there was one podcast we were talking about soulmates, you know, and how you can have more than one soulmate. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like you can have more than one relationship. Now, I'm not saying this in the sense of, yeah, now now I'm cheating because I have more than one relationship, all right? Mm-hmm. It's limited in a deeper sense. I've got a relationship with you. You're my brother. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got a relationship with my manager. You know, that's a work relationship. But if you're talking specifically about, you know, the relationship with the partner, mm. you can have more of an co- emotional connection with somebody else. But then physically, you're attracted to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And so, that's where that's where it, it becomes hard in life. That's where I think a lot of a lot of guys just slip up. Because mm. guys we're stupid, we easy, you know, as, as soon as the the, the summer starts to get blown up by the wind, we yeah. automatically get some physical attraction. Here's the truth you know? about guys. This is just a place in truth, believe it or not, like our dick makes a lot of our decisions for us. That's why I always say that if women knew the power that they had through sex. I'm not saying they should use it or if they sh- if they want to, they can go fucking ahead. Actually, I have no say in the matter at all. But How about we ask Sierra? Sierra? <laughs> that was an unnecessary shot, but we'll take it. We'll take it. They, it's they... not a shot, you know. Isn't yeah. that all the song says? What if I had a dick in the side, made you cry? Oh, sometimes I wish I did act like a boy. So, um, a lot of our decisions are driven by our libido and the likes, and we are, um, easily, what's the word? Easily, easily taken to bed. I'll just make that phrase. Fuck it. We're easily taken. Taken to bed. It's easy for a girl to, it's much easier for a girl to sleep with a guy than it is for a guy to sleep with a woman, right? Would you agree? Well, yeah, so, well, unless you're Jason and Sensor, but I get what ah! you're saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now the problem comes when, uh, emotions get involved. Cause when it comes to relationships, I've always genuinely believed this. I've always genuinely believed that, um, men really don't want to be in them, to be, to be honest. Pashida's out here in the studio giving me shit, cause, <laughs> Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This machine wants to say something. She's very upset. No, no, no. But let's, let's be honest. Um, 
men genuinely don't want to be in relationships. I can tell you that honestly. And part of the reason why we get into the relationships is because of what I was talking about our dicks. Because we would actually lie to you and tell you that we love you in order to to gain sex because a lot of the times women will be like oh okay um i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna have sex with anybody i'm not gonna be in a relationship with uh some women i'm not okay with the pure physical uh relationship and even though you might be emotionally attracted to her and physically attracted to her um well, let me say for me personally, I, I don't want to be with somebody all the time. You know, somebody who has to be there and say, how was your day? Sometimes I just want to chill, be alone, and then we'll come back and see each other when we see each other. Uh, yes, but- and on that point, on that point, I want to just make sure that you correct yourself in saying that it's not just men who don't want to be in relationships. Yeah. How many times, some women might, just, might have just said to me, nah, listen, I'm not trying to be in a relationship with you. But we can have fun, though. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm no, for sure, that and obviously happens. Yeah, but so I'm not. It's sa- not necessarily one-sided towards one specific gender. Yeah, but, but I'm saying say, it's more likely to occur in men. That's just a generalization. Obviously, we have to make generalizations. Otherwise, we can't really have a conversation. So I'm all saying, I'm saying is yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, I've met my fair share of freaks, so maybe not that surprised. Maybe not that surprised. But that's what I'm saying. Like, um, (laughs) why, why did I hear a hint of shade in that? Okay, bruh. All I'm saying is. A woman is a very dangerous thing. Dog, the women are also beasts out here. That's what we must never forget is that women and men have, you know, different motives and women will do what they need to do to achieve those motives and men will do what they need to do to achieve those motives. And that's kind of where we clash as, uh, as, uh, genders because we don't, we don't have the same motives for the most part. Cause for me, yeah. I genuinely don't want to be in a real long-term relationship for at least five more years. I still want to have sex though. So like, what, do, <laughs> what, what, what is a man to do besides switch on the game? And that's where game okay, comes but, into play as well. Yeah. But here what I, like, I know you're generalizing, but at the same time, let me speak for the moist guys. All know? right. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you about that. I'll say you're more so you can give us that perspective. Hit it, hit it up, dog. Yeah, man. Like, like, I fucking love, love. Like, I yeah. love, love. Shout out. So, shout out to love. Okay. Shout out. So, I'm not going to just hoy out the word I love you just so that I can, you know, have sex with a woman. No, that's not how it's going to work. Mm. You know? I'd, I'd, I'd much rather unfold the relationship. And we all know, once you have a connection, you know that connection with a woman yes that is very true that is very true and that's why we can start talking about now life partnerships when you feel like you've kind of sort of found that person that you potentially could be with for a very long time all the way to the end the bitter old end um what is what is the shape shift in mentality there because i mean in terms of um, marriage itself, the institution, I genuinely believe that it is an outdated institution and it doesn't represent the way in which society acts today. Um, society is a more, a lot more free. They, they are not constricted to the rigid rules of relationships in the past where if you didn't get a child and, uh, you didn't get married and a child at a certain age, you were frowned upon. Um, obviously contraceptives are in the picture now, which plays a huge role knowing that we can lower the risk of procreation also contributes to the idea that sex can be just used as a physical activity as opposed to a connection with somebody. Um, 
what 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 is the ideal way to set up a lifelong partnership? Because I don't think it's ideal to be married. Uh, you know, you know what I actually think. I think the whole idea of uh, marriage and getting married it's been abused, just like the way the word love and the phrase "I love you" has been abused. The same way has marriage been abused. Mm-hmm. It used to be that once you love somebody, right, that's when you get married to them. Once you know that you're gonna with this person forever until you get gray and old. You can marry to them, you know, when you're ready to settle down. Yeah. Think about that old school love that J. Cole was talking about, that answers and I've got full love kind of love. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. But, but, now, but now the in situations, I mean, like, where, where our parents, you know, we as kids, we fuck up, you know, it, it, it's going to happen sometimes. And we even had it happening back in high school where niggas are fathering great things. Yeah. Now your parents are telling you you need to get married to this girl but I don't want to be with her it was just a mistake you know it's that kind of vibe mm. so you guys are not married now you guys are fucking up the whole statistics for marriage and then as you see and you analyze them then you see how high the divorce rates are that then automatically sub- automatically in other people's minds just puts in that thing that sort of why should I get married look at the divorce rate you know yeah I think it's because people get it wrong far too often. And I mean, you were just speaking earlier about how it's easy or possible to love more than one person. Um, and that kind of plays a role when you start to think about the, your life partner. The, the reason why we've actually thought about this, because I've told you that I'm going to a wedding, right? Very soon. I'm very excited and I'm really happy for the couple. And I started to think, because it's the first wedding that I've been to of a friend of mine or that I'm going to of a friend of mine. Um, yeah. So I'm really starting to think about this idea of life partnerships and when it's really that time to, you know, commit fully. Because uh, we never really know since, you know, there always might be somebody who could make you happier. There's always somebody who could love you more. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And okay, From my so, side. Yeah. Sorry, yes, you were saying? I was saying instead of marriage, um, I was speaking to a lawyer friend of mine, Ricky. Uh, yeah, you've encountered him before, you know, Ricky, our boy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was telling me that if you're not going to get married, you can enter, uh, it's called life partnerships. Uh, somebody that you have, you have a life partnership with. I mean, you have no real protection under the law. Um, if you're not married, um, but there is something that you can do. You can create a universal partnership by signing a contract. And what that means is that whatever you and your, um, wife came in or your, your wife in inverted commas came in with, um, will leave with and everything you've built in the marriage. Um, that's what you split between the two of you. Um, that's a universal partnership. I've come across a couple of couples like those, uh-huh. uh, whereby, you know, I, by mistake, after seeing them together on numerous occasions, making out in public, holding hands, that kind of vibe, begin to think, okay, these two have been together, they're at that age where you'd assume, you know, they're already married. So I would say, like, uh, how's your husband doing? And then she'd be like, no, listen, it's not my husband. So I don't necessarily want to say boyfriend, but it's... Mm. it's, it's exactly what you're going on about right now yeah i think also the pressure of actually being married is part of the reason why marriages fail um i mean there's no pressure there is pressure because you've done this whole show for everyone to see you your families and all um i mean they were there they drank the free booze they ate the cake and shit you guys said you're gonna you guys vowed to each other for life in front of hundreds of people a hundred people let's just say um, and now you get to five years into a relationship, you realize, oh, 
actually we're not lifelong partners and now you guys start trying to work around the fact that you're married and you're not happy together and that's when the infidelity comes into play etc those are those people who rush into the whole marriage idea yeah you you get people who for example in the the black culture we we don't necessarily um go stay with our girlfriend um and then get married years later you know so we'll get married and then go live with them but you don't necessarily know the person and how they are going to be when you start living together. Then you start seeing the crack on the wall. Yeah. You start seeing that he keeps leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> you start seeing that he doesn't flush it when it's yellow. She just lets it mellow. Yeah, you know, yeah, those yeah. kinds of things. And they start to tease you off. Okay. But, and that's... You know, it's hard to tackle. It's hard to tackle. But at the same time, you need to take time. Marriage is a process. It's mm. a marathon. It's, it's another one of life's many marathons. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. And I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone, the reason why I'm saying marriage shouldn't be necessary is because if you've decided to be committed to each other eternally, the ring and the contract that you sign with the government should have nothing to do with it. You guys should both be there mentally, spiritually, um, and physically knowing that you guys belong together. There's no need for you to rush into marriage. You could be engaged for 45 years, essentially, and then only get married because, you know what, let's, let's throw a party and celebrate our successful relationship. Maybe we should, maybe we should have a limit. You have to get to 20 years before you can get a, have a wedding. Cause then you have already surpassed most, how long most <laughs> marriages have lasted. Get to 20 years before you can get married. Maybe that should be the new rule of the day. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, like, on that whole, on that whole pressure tip that you were on about now, now, mm. I mean, there isn't any pressure, to be honest with you. There mm. is only That's pressure. That's what I'm saying. It, it's only what you make it out to be. If yeah. you go into the marriage with the idea, like, shit, I might get divorced, this might happen, you know, you might have a baby outside of the marriage. If you're already going in with those ideas, yeah. then I'm afraid to say, by Murphy's law, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so just Yeah. So just final thoughts from you in terms of cuz I know you have to go back to to that cage there soon, but just while you're free flying out here, just the final thoughts on um what 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 you should do in a marital sense when um there has been infidelity. Do you think that um spouses should stick by their partners when infidelity occurs? Or um, once that happens, it's out, you know, in terms of the most ideal relationship. Look, um, a lot of people would say that you can work through infidelity. Uh, a lot of people say that, you know, money speaks volume. So depending on how much you put on the table, you know, after you do your shandies on the side, you know, could actually cover up the act. Mm. But let's be honest, once the trust is broken, never going to necessarily be able to bond or have that connection with that person the same way you did before. Yeah. In the back of your mind, subconsciously, you're always thinking about that. Yeah. Now, what I feel about, now what I, the way I feel about that then would be that um, at, at marriage stage, if you took your vows, yeah, I'm listening. you made your vows under God, in the place of God, mm. And you're still gonna go do that, uh, my boy. Then you, you don't deserve to be with that person, yeah. honestly speaking. That's the thing. People like, lie under oath all the time. So what are we even watching? We're watching half the people of the weddings we go to lie to each other. 
but that's the thing. That's the thing as well. These are my just my ideals and my opinions on marriage. Yeah. I don't care about anybody else. That's my ideal. Mm. So I'll handle my marriage that way. But for the rest of the people, you can only advise them. But hey, you know, not many people listen to the advice that uh, we give them. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So do you plan on getting married? Like you're having the Definitely. full ceremony and all? Definitely. Oh, so cool. You, my wedding is going to be legit. Oh, wait, oh, wait. As I close off, as I close off, yeah. when they ask me, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Mm-hmm. That's when I look at my best man and then I'm like, can I get a hell yeah? Hell oh, yeah! All right, my boy, it's so, it's so cool chatting with you. I hope you have a good day at work there. Get that guaps, get that paper, and we're going to be chilling here having that conversation. All right, peace out, my boy. We'll chat later, dog. This is CliffCentral.com That's Ngood You know that track by Questa featuring Casting Your Vest Yo Spin jamming. I think it might even make a comeback for the spring summer season, you know. Uh, Kitty Zamba bus turn up. I mean, it might, it might just be a classic. I won't even lie. That's how much I love this song. I'm still jamming out to this song to this day. Uh, yeah, that wasn't good. I've been talking to my boy Riabetsu Sesele just about marriage, the institution, whether it's outdated and whether there's another way or if we can still hold it down if we just focused on love. Um, and instead of the, the, the marriage and proving that we can stay together if we, if we wanted to. Um, I mean, marriage still works for some people, right? It does. It does. There are some couples who I know of who have been together for more than 30, 40 years, which is amazing to see. It's beautiful because you know, during those 30, 40 years, those couples have been going through some shit. Man, I haven't even been in a relationship longer than a year, and that year is insane. Those six months are insane. Now imagine 40 years. You guys really have to have a real connection and a real bond in order to commit to something that crazy, man. Um, but that's just me. Maybe that's just me building up them walls, man, because it's hard to be vulnerable. That's the truth at the end of the day. It's hard to be vulnerable because the people who betray you are the ones who love you. That is the scariest part about this all. You don't get betrayed by your enemies, right? Um, so how do you know when you've got it right? That's just, <laughs> I guess, up to God. Uh, so yeah, marriage is still working for some people because I mean, marriage is the best assurance of an equal split between, uh, spouses if there were ever to be um, a divorce because, I mean, it's written down on paper, it's in the law, and you can have prenuptial contracts and the likes. I'm just saying the institution itself is unnecessary. That's all I'm thinking. I can stay with somebody forever if I feel that we have that connection that can take us through to old age. Uh, also, obviously, beauty fades. Everybody knows that beauty fades. You must be able to have that uh, spiritual connection firstly and then mental connection in terms of can you communicate with this person long into your old age? That's the most important question you can ask. Can, can she challenge you? Can she, um, make you better? Can you make her better? Um, can you guys take over the world together if taking over the world is what y'all want to do? Uh, marriage is like a business. 
Marriage is like any partnership. There has to be a vision. There has to be a place where you want to be, end up. Uh, so marriage, marriage is not a complete failure. <laughs> it's just a 50% failure, you know, like if you go to, to the university and you get 50%, I mean, you still pass, I mean, but I mean, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, but that was, <laughs> that was my entire university career. So I can't even, I can't even say shit, you know, just doing, doing enough to, to, to scrape by. But hey, I've got that piece of paper on my wall. So anybody out there with a young 68% who spent at least three more days a week doing more work than me, me and you have the same paper, y'all. I just played the game better than you. <laughs> um, but that's how life goes, man. You don't always have to be the book smart person. In fact, I genuinely believe that emotional intelligence is way more valuable on this planet than, um, academic intelligence. Uh, just because academic intelligence for the most part is theoretical, it doesn't necessarily translate into the real world. But emotional intelligence, being able to c- connect with people on a personal level is something that you'll always be able to, um, use to create real friendships first and foremost. That's the most important thing. You can actually make real friends by connecting with them on an emotional level. And next, your business relationships will always be better if you have Firstly, communicated with somebody on that emotional level. So yeah, um, I just also wanted to touch a little bit on children who've been raised in broken homes. Uh, because we have mentioned that, you know, everybody knows this, the statistic. I don't even know the exact number, but I know it's like at least 50% of marriages end in divorce. We've all heard that saying before. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about what it means to come from a broken home and whether or not you, you have to be growing up in a house with a white picket fence, um, a dog and 2.4 children. If you want to become successful, is, is, is that the key or are there actually a lot more people out there who are from broken homes who've managed to learn through struggle and strife how to live better lives? Because ultimately the first rule of life is that it's struggle. Everybody struggles. Everybody has problems. Um, the rest is how we deal with that, how we handle that. Um, do we embrace it? Do we fight it? That's where all our, um, Emotions come into play. And I genuinely believe that we should embrace our struggle and there, from there, enjoy the finer things that we do have in life. Um, love definitely being on top. So does it take a family of two children, a dog, and, um, you know, two parents, loving parents, loving or not, actually, because there are some some families with two parents who stay together for the sake of children and they don't love each other. And that ends up kind of being more damaging for the children than being separated was. Because I'll tell you a little bit of my story. Um, my parents are divorced. They are separated. Uh, I, I was raised by a single mother. Uh, you know what, actually? Shout out to my moms, yo. I haven't actually shouted out on the show. Mama. I just want to say, yeah, I love you. Thank you for raising me. Thanks for, thanks for making me the man that I am today. Because, I mean, I come from this 
broken home in inverted commas man but i loved being with my mom man being with my mom was awesome in fact <laughs> you know it was actually kind of problematic because when you grow up well being raised by um, your mom you know you kind of turn into a, a mama's boy which i really am but the benefits of that is that you actually get to understand women and what they like and understanding women is part of why i love them so much actually it's it's a fucking confusing problem man it's like the the the, the lines are blurred <laughs> um but that's that's how it happens because you understand them well enough and you know you become this guy mark and Julie. yeah my name is mark and Julie. i'm on the worst guy show cliff central two to three we're almost up but you know there's still a little bit we need to go through and talk about I don't know what you guys think. If you guys have any opinions on the matter about broken homes, you can hit me up on 0861-555-189. I'll give you that number again. It's 0861-555-189. Also hit us up on the Twitter streets at the underscore worst guys. Yeah, man. So I was telling you my story comes from a broken home in inverted commas raised by a single mom who did a fantastic job if i do say so myself um so the thing is now i genuinely believe that i am successful on my way to success and what that means is that i'm happy uh success is happiness the rest comes with your happiness that's the most the first thing and most important thing is doing that thing that you love and then everything else will come from there so Genuinely feel like I'm successful. So my mom on her A's did a pretty good job, right? Um, I eventually did go and move with my father, but then I was running away from home essentially the whole time. I went to a boarding school and then I went to all the way to Grahamstown, Eastern Cape to go get my degree and then come back and stunt on these homies. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. Got my degree, working at Cliff Central. I'm an actor. I'm a comedian, you know, building a career for myself. So I'd say that I come from a broken home, but shit has popped for me. Um, some people come from stable homes and they end up being a statistic, just another number who comes here to eat, uh, pay bills and die. Because another thing about stability, um, we'll use that word loosely, stability where you do have uh, two parents and, the, and uh, a dog and 2.4 children in your home, uh, is that you get into pattern, you get into... Um, the idea of what a family is supposed to be, what uh, a person is supposed to do while they're on this here beautiful earth. And uh, you end up being the guy who just go, you know, ends up going and getting a job and dying. When I genuinely believe there's more to us than that. I think we are geniuses. We just get bombarded by bullshit, starting with education. Yes, I just bombed education. Education is bullshit a lot of the time. I genuinely believe that it's actually a distraction from what we could be feeling and thinking and learning on our own. We are not stupid. We do not need teachers. We have brains that learn, that grow. If we could start Knowing this amongst ourselves, we'd understand that you can live your life independently outside of governments and teachers and work. I mean, it's 2016, you're still calling people boss. Jesus, dude, it's 2016, where's your mind at? We're supposed to be way beyond that. We're supposed to be way smarter. Um, but obviously, these rules and regulations and ideas and constructs that society has put together has made us to believe that we have to get this uh, rigid education, we have to get that car, we have to have insurance and all that other bullshit. So, um, broken homes, yes, no, maybe. 
Uh, you guys tell me while I jam one of my boy Dave Martian's jams. It's worst. Uh, he recently played an Opikopi man. I'm loving this guy's music. He's about to blow up. Just don't forget when I told you on this day, the 24th of August, my boy is a superstar and he named the song after us. Well, I like to believe so. It's Dave Martian worst. Might have been confused, but that's once upon a moment. Clouds pouring ocean. Alright, y'all. We're about to wrap up. We're about to wrap up the West Guy Show. My name is Malcolm Gilly. I've had such an interesting conversation with y'all, man. Talking about marriage, the institution. Is it outdated? Is it not? Um, but if you still believe and you're still in love and you still want to throw the wedding and you still want somebody to catch your bouquet, you still want to Invite somebody to your wedding so you can sleep with one of your bridesmaids who hasn't been laid in the longest time. It's okay. I'm out here. I'll go to your wedding. I'll celebrate love. There's always a good reason to celebrate love. Um, I am not a pessimist. I just believe that we have been thinking in the wrong ways for far too long. And it's time we started to think differently. But I'm always out here to celebrate love. Love is the most beautiful thing we have. Love is the only thing we have. Let's speak the truth, yo. Let's speak the truth. truth. So just before we wrap up, I'm going to tell you a little bit about... What the worst guys are doing um, in the upcoming weeks. Shout out to my fucking self. Actually, you know what? I'm actually going to give myself a clap for this one. Oh, the track's still playing. Fuck it. Uh, oh, but it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Lulee. Malcolm Lulee. Malcolm Lulee made it to the finals of the Comedy Central Africa competition. Grab the mic competition. So, um, come to... Parkers in Monte Cassino on the 31st of August. That's where the finals of the Comedy Central Africa competition is taking place. Yo, listen up, Comedy Central Africa. My name is Malcolm Julian. I'm telling you, I'm the next African comedy superstar. That's what it says on your post, and I'm telling you, I'm coming to snatch that crown right quick. Y'all must know, I'm the greatest. Muhammad Ali said it. I say it right now. I'm coming for you all. Come to child all the comedy money in the streets. Come to child all the comedians in the streets. We just have to. We just have to. Um, what else is popping? We at Charles Restaurant as usual in Craig Old Park, 9 Grafton Avenue. Myself and Ria Bessa Cecilia have cooked up some mad skits. Mad, mad skits. Anybody who's been there before knows that we always light that room up. So yeah, come through to Giles tomorrow night at, uh, Craig Old Park, 9 Grafton Avenue. And also lastly, don't forget, don't ever forget rehab. Ria Bessa Cecilia is on that competition for uh, the Men's Health cover guy. So y'all need to go to Men's Health and vote, 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 vote for our boy Riabetsu Sicele. Imagine if we got the cover of Men's Health, man. That would be some crazy shit, right? You know it would be mad dope. Um, so go out there and vote. Come through to Parker's on the 31st of August because it's going to be mad, mad dope. Yo, my name is Malcolm Julian. It's been mad dope chilling with you. As always, catch us next week, Wednesday. Oh, shit, we actually might have a next new slot next week, but I'll let you know more about that when it's confirmed, yo. Check our Twitter and our Facebook for more information. But from me, Malcolm Julie, this has been an awesome conversation, and I'm out. This is CliffCentral.com.